0: Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 265 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. SoonerCon is returning to the Embassy Suites in Norman June 24th through the 26th. One of the biggest events at the state's longest-running pop culture convention is, of course, cosplay. Here to talk about cosplay at SoonerCon our costuming manager, Ty Randolph, and costume contest coordinator, Emma Lodgard. Lodgard, is that correct?
1: That is correct. That is correct. correct. Fantastic. You correct. guys,
2: welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you thank for you. having us.
2: Yeah, thank you for having us. So for those
0: who don't know, what is cosplay?
1: Wow. <laughs>
2: that, is that is an all-encompassing topic. Yes, it topic. is. Emma, would you like to? Uh,
1: I mean, in the basis of terms, cos- uh, cosplay is costuming role play. But I mean, it's so much more than that. It's getting to create a world, getting to dive into the world of the character that you know you love or your friends love, dressing up as them, interacting with others who are you know uh, in love with the same fandoms, the same shows. It's really, it's. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it's a way of life, uh, but I know for a lot of people, it kind of is
0: we're also joined by Nightmage. Uh, he is the featured guest for SoonerCon. And uh, not, I understand Nightmage, you're going to be judging the costume contest. Is that
3: correct? Yes, yes. I'm super excited about that too. Love judging costume contests.
0: So tell, tell us about your experience in cosplay, how, your, what, what you've been doing.
3: Yeah. Um, so actually I started in uh, 2012. Um, I sound so old every time I say
2: that. <laughs> um, you are old.
3: Oh, I am old. I really am. Um, So yeah, I started in 2012 and I uh, really just got into it because of my love for Halloween. Um, I just always love dressing up for Halloween. Uh, I didn't really know anything about conventions or cosplay back then, but I uh, went out to the bars, had fun as a uh, jockster Green Lantern. That was my very first costume. And I uh, got involved doing charity events. And for my like, oh, cool. first year, that's all I was doing. It was different um, community events, hospital visits, you name it, I was doing it. Um, I went to my very first convention in 2013. And as soon as I stepped on the show floor, I was like, wow, I'm, just, I'm with my people. Like, this is amazing. Um, and I've just been addicted to it ever since. Um, so now to date, I have close to 350 different costumes I've made. Wow. Um, Uh, Pre-COVID, because everything is pre-COVID, I was doing about two to three conventions a month, and it's really just become my passion. Mm
0: -hmm. So what do you look for when you judge a costume contest?
3: Um, It depends. It depends on the contest. Every contest Mm -hmm. is different. Um, it depends on if it's craftsmanship-based, it depends on if it's uh, performance-based, um, it depends on the categories. So it really honestly depends on, on the setup of that contest. Um, however, across the board, one thing I always just love is smiling faces. Like, if you're not in costume and having fun with it and happy that you're wearing it and proud of it, then honestly, there's no point even doing it. You know what I mean? So that's the very first thing. I just want to see people having fun um, and just high energy.
0: Yeah. I remember, Ty, last time I went to SoonerCon, I spent the entire weekend smiling at just the creativity and fun that people were having in their costumes.
3: Yeah. And that's that's the key. That is a 100% key. And that's, I think that's what's um, so endearing about this entire community is it's funny because i say all the time like it's a very social hobby community right yeah but full of socially awkward people and that's kind of like why we understand and get each other because you know there is no judgment we can just sit here and have fun and dress up in silly outfits and and enjoy it that's
0: awesome ty what goes into being a costume manager
2: um i'm one-third craziness, one-third uh, logistics, <laughs> and uh, one-third the ability not to say no. Uh, <laughs> no, um, it's, with Sunicon this round, we are changing some things up in, in smaller ways, trying to find a more efficient way to do a costume contest that both looks at skill and craftsmanship, as well as as what Nightmage said, is uh, having the ability to go on stage and present and show off and, and see how it moves and stuff like that, as well as, you um, Having a strong number two that you rely on for literally everything, um, who's basically number one, but you know. <laughs> Don't tell Aslan. Yeah, we won't. We won't tell Aslan. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's, um, it's it's making sure that it's still fun for people, that it doesn't run on for too long, and and also providing um, you know those who aren't in the costume contest a sense of fun and understanding throughout the weekend um you know this is a fandom culture when you ask what is cosplay you know six or seven years ago it would have been one of the smallest hobbies in the U.S. now it's like up in the top 10 since the pandemic Mm -hmm. and on top of that it's growing exponentially year by year and a lot of that is it's providing homes for people who um may not feel comfortable in their skin in the normal world but on the weekend can come dress up have fun uh compare costumes um you know Allow an extrovert like me, who's overwhelming, to be friends with introverts, who sometimes are a little more panicky, much like Emma.
0: <laughs> yeah, Emily. So well, I've noticed how many people who are introverted just just explode. They are so outgoing as soon as they put on that costume. It really
1: is. It's almost a magical transformation because you get to, you know, I myself, I'm introverted, but when I put that costume on, like you said. I just, I'm able to play that role. I'm able to explore uh, a new character or kind of a different side of myself almost that I don't normally get to play in the day-to-day. And it really, it allows me to meet a lot al- of, excuse me, a lot of fun new people, AKA Ty.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nightmage, when you, uh, p- would you, when you choose your costume, how are, you, how are you picking? Is it something that you are specifically a fan of or was there something that you just saw and went, hey, I could do that?
3: Um, A little bit of both, but real quick, I want to hit on actually what. little Yeah, please. You know what? It's like um, when you're a kid and you're shy or whatever, and, and you put sunglasses on and you feel invisible, right? And you feel like you're just a little bit more, a little bit more freedom. And it's the exact same thing. yeah. When you put that costume on, for some reason, you just feel more empowered. You just feel... No, know, you stick your chest out a little bit more, you just feel more, more confident. It's just yeah, it's such an amazing feeling.
1: Yeah. I just and want you to also 90% of the time get hyped up by other people in the same fandom. Yeah. So like
3: absolutely
0: that's a
1: community as well. It's really great. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's the
0: fun part is picking a costume and wearing it and have other people come up to you who are fans of the show or fans mm-hmm. of the comic book or fans of whatever it is you're doing, they're excited to see you portray that person.
3: Yeah. I, yeah, it's it's beautiful. Um, as far as like trying to pick what costumes to make and so forth, it really depends. Um, a lot of the stuff I, I'm a fan of, I do love, but then a lot of it, honestly, it's just the desire to create. I like the design. Um, I, quick example out of Harry Potter. I've never watched any of the Harry Potter films. I've never read the book. I probably won't I just there's no desire however um I cosplay Voldemort and people Mm. love it and I'm like I never watched I know nothing about this really you know (laughs) but um I just like the design I like the idea of the character um yeah so it just depends it depends on um as long as I'm gonna have fun making it that's all that matters to me
0: one of the hardest things, and anyone can answer this, I, I, is when you choose a character that is either from an anime or from a comic book, trying to take that two-dimensional character and making them three-dimensional, how hard is that?
1: It <laughs> depends. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it depends on, you know, like I've spent hours doing scale ratios and stuff like that to make Killer Shark legitimately the same size as Killer Shark. Mm-hmm. And that costume was almost the death of me. And then other times... Uh, but I, uh, I take uh, Michael's uh, shot at this and do, um, like, I make that character me. I think he was so valuable in teaching me this. Uh, and one of the reasons I look up to him as a cosplayer is because, you know, his, his first conversation was, imagine what that character looks like if you were that character. And when you, when you take yourself and, and put it with a character that's already pre-existing, I mean, every character I do naturally has a beard because I'm not shaving, so, (laughs) uh, and whether it's female, male, whatever, it's going to have a beard, Um, so that's, I think that's a big piece of what I have put into a costume, and again, that came straight from um, Michael Notmage Wilson's textbook, so. Mm.
0: Well, uh-huh. and nightmare yeah. you're, you're also a black man. So playing, do you, I am? do you feel like that, do you do you want to make sure that that does not limit the the, the the roles you play?
3: Um, So kind of going back to what Ty was saying. So my philosophy on it is, like cosplaying is really just your fan art yeah. of, you know, the, whatever it is, the fandom you're doing. There's no wrong way to do fan art. So you take any character, take Batman, batman has been seen a million different ways depending on the actor director artist, whoever's you know focusing on batman at that point so how come i can't be batman on earth number 948 right how come how i can't be that batman on earth number you know 1066 whatever um so my philosophy is honestly my job as a cosplayer is not to really recreate someone else's vision mm-hmm. but it's to make you believe that the character always looked like me
0: right
3: so as far as you know being a black man in, in costume and doing characters that are traditionally you know different race or whatever mm-hmm. um no I, I have no qualms and again just making that character my own yeah and that's it's what great i'm doing yeah, it makes oh, it unique
0: it makes it uniquely yours no one else can do what you're going to do
3: and actually i mean i think it inspires art too i mean right. honestly, i i will i will 100 percent say that a lot of characters that we have today wouldn't be here if it wasn't for like cosplayers or someone doing it and saying you know like michael bendis i guarantee you he saw a black spider-man cosplayer and it hit him in the head it's like huh that might be actually kind of cool and now we got miles morales Mm -hmm. which is one of the most popular characters you know what i mean so i think art inspires art and so yeah man like it's all yeah yeah. Yeah,
0: and it brings forth the diversity in the geekdom world which is so important for just the the geek community
3: yeah i mean it's just representation across the board Mm -hmm. and
0: yeah so, Emma, we've got the costume contest. Tell us about what people can expect from the costume contest at SoonerCon. Uh, so,
3: oh.
1: Excuse me, he said, Emma. <laughs>
3: Unless
0: you're
1: about to shave that beard. <laughs> that is my name. <laughs> um, so like Ty said, we are working to change things this year a little bit to streamline it. Uh-huh. Uh, so we have actually, we've implemented a online pre-registration mm-hmm. for the contest. Uh, That closes on June 10th. So, hey guys, if you haven't registered yet, please go do that. We would love to see you, but we cannot see you if you do not sign up. Um, And after we have everyone who has been filtered through the pre-registration process, we will be assigning them time slots for pre-judging, which is another new thing that we're doing this year, because uh, while we want to streamline the process of, you know, we want to show y'all a beautiful a uh, finished cosplay contest, like people walk across the stage, you applaud, it's go, 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 razzle yeah. dazzle. Um, we do want to give everyone, you know, time to really show the judges their cosplay and let the judges look at those so that they can see the craftsmanship and they can see the stitch work uh, and they can talk to the competitors and kind of hear the behind the scenes process of, you know, how they approach the project. Um, what their unique spin on it might be uh, so we do we have the adult contest is going to be saturday june 25th uh, we'll be starting that at 8 p.m and then the children's contest will be uh the next day on sunday uh starting at 11 and going probably till noon
0: how many people do we expect to be in the costume contest
2: there's slots for 50 at the current time okay. um, 10 masters division levels uh, and then uh, 20 open for the next two categories usually we see a higher amount of beginners and intermediates mm-hmm. um, and then for the kids contest it's an open uh, open setup but both kids and adults do have to pre-register and that is a very important piece that is something that's not been done with sooner con before mm-hmm. uh, this gives our judges time to actually look over materials they want to send in um, and also lets us have an accurate head count as to how many they're going to prejudge. Um, with personal judging experience myself, I can tell you that being stuck in an all afternoon prejudging can be very hard on um, the judges themselves who are also expected, you know, as a guest to do um, panels and, and other participation aspects and, and hands on aspects with the, uh, the people coming in. So, again, definitely want to make sure that you uh, sign up. Uh, masters category is the smallest category. So once it's full, it's full. Mm-hmm. Um, though it's to my knowledge, it's not currently yet. And um, for those who don't want to directly compete, we will be doing uh, and do an on stage process. There will be a hallway costume contest available uh, at different periods of the day, which you will go to the uh, costuming table to sign up for. Uh, there will be a picture of you taken, and then we can. Uh, one way or another we will figure out how that's going to be judged later but it will um it will definitely be something for those that want to participate but not on that massive scale where they have to do all the sign up and and all that stuff
1: it's kind of more of an introductory more Uh, fun less for serious competition you know if you haven't competed on stage before but you're really wanting to start it's a great way to dip your toe in the water
0: yeah and great for the uh the the the, co- the convention goers to see more than just what they will see on the stage at eight o'clock at night.
1: Yes, exactly. This will be going on uh, throughout the weekend. Our hope is that we'll be able to compile all of the, uh, the photos and get them to the judges. It will most likely be judged by our fabulous four judges, mm-hmm. uh, Nightmage included, uh, and then the winners will be announced at closing ceremonies.
0: Who are the other judges that are coming?
2: Uh, So we have Michael Nightmage Wilson, we have Remy Domino, um, Becky.cause, and to my understanding, uh, Kakuta will be returning as um, uh, a contestant judge who has previously won the competition um, to help uh, aid in that, and something I hope to offer in the future where uh, people who win the best in show overall category can come back and I don't know. I always love the idea of Top Gun coming back to teach Top Gun. So, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like if you're able to compete, it's a it's a great standard for you to come back and have a say in um, you know what you see in costuming. So um, that's what I think. That covers all of our judges so far. We didn't have any guest judges outside of that, Emma.
1: Nope that is our those are our <laughs> top four
2: judges. Good deal. How long is the the prejudging? how How long is the slot? Uh, we um, go ahead.
1: <laughs> so the overall prejudging, uh, we have set up between uh, ten a.m. and one p.m. Mm-hmm. Each person will get approximately three minutes. Which you know, hearing the number three doesn't sound like a lot until you start talking to someone, and then you realize thirty seconds and you've explained your whole cosplay. And Now there's two minutes, 30
3: seconds of dead silence. <laughs> no, don't worry, we'll be talking. We'll be, uh, I'm yeah. sure the,
0: the judges yeah. do ask questions, I'm guessing. Is that right?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll ask questions. Um, we'll ask if we can touch fabrics and kind of get a closer look at stuff. Um, I, it can be very intimidating for people, um, to just come in and kind of you know, yeah, four people just kind of staring at you and like judging your costume, you know, but it's 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 so much fun. Um, I always just tell people just go in there. Honestly, just relax. Start with your head. Don't work all the way down to your toes. Just tell us every single piece that you know you want to talk about. Um, I always like to hear about you know people's favorite things, that something they learned new, or whatever their favorite pieces that they worked on. Um, yeah, it's going to be super, super, super relaxed.
0: Because of the prejudging, judging uh, not prejudging, because of the, and being able to enroll early at June 10th, are you guys going to be able to get more information? Because I know some cosplays can be really obscure and you might not have ever seen or know anything about this character that it's doing. Does that, is yeah. that going to help you to kind of know what this character is supposed to look like?
2: Yes. So we're um, basically, they can email in um, extra pictures of their work. And of course, um, for those in the intermediate master's category, Um, If they want to um, bring a portfolio of the build, that always helps out. We always highly recommend that is not mandatory, but it is always highly recommended, especially in in the more in-depth builds that are going to include lighting work, moving parts, uh, articulated parts, um, just uh, smoke, anything like that. We'd love to see like what uh, coating... you know, just to show the judges that maybe you took that extra step. So a portfolio, which is kind of common in master's competitions across the U.S., is always a big thing to bring with you because that allows the judges to see where your head is at and your mind's at. But it also with this pre-enrollment, it basically gives us an idea of um, progress of the costume itself, kind of helps us place where the candidates are supposed to be, make sure that they actually are are being judged fairly amongst their peers. So. Um, a lot of plus sides to it that um, I hope we can continue on in the future.
0: A sooner cons cosplay has grown so much. Of course, obviously, been t- took a break for during the pandemic, but when we were starting to leave in 2019, it was a huge, huge deal.
3: Like cosplay across the board everywhere, All right? Just, you know, like like said early, it's just now hit mainstream, and it's it's. Yeah it's It's everything like, um you know, the geeks, we're the cool kids now, you know yes. we, can, we can wear the you know the spandex and just go out and have fun. you yeah, know that's that's the thing now. so um it's it's awesome to see. i I'm, I just love it. I mean, honestly, more, I think more people go to conventions now for the cosplayers mm-hmm. than they do really anything else. and that's awesome.
0: And for people who who just go and they want to dress up. Uh, I, I'm guessing the message also is don't be intimidated by the people who are like spending tons of money. You can t- you can you can go just in what you pull out of your closet.
1: Absolutely. You can absolutely do that. Yeah. I just did a photo shoot the other day with a jacket that I completely forgot I had and a little leotard that I had for a kind of music video inspired look, and I just went, oh my goodness, this with a blonde wig, I can be black canary. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even. Think of that but absolutely just kind of think of shows you like think of characters you like even just a general kind of mood and look at your closet and a whole new door will open up to you yeah
3: absolutely. Right. there's no wrong way to cosplay there's no wrong way to do fan art
2: that's right and cosplay is for everyone so um definitely look at your closet that's when we do beginner panels that's why we always say look at your closet first i was able to throw a uh, season one daredevil with literally things that I already own and chopping up a dry fit t-shirt and that I could see through to make the the actual mask. And I mean, little things like yarn to go around your arms where he, you know, and for whatever reason, he takes yarn and ties it around to have a little more punching stability, like things like that are usually in your house somewhere and very much worth spending the time on.
0: Yeah, and there's, and like you said, Nightmares, there's no wrong way to do it. It's your interpretation. Exactly. So, okay, so we know what people can find SoonerCon on the web, on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Uh, any information on where people can find information about the SoonerCon costume contest?
2: They can uh, go to SoonerCon.com uh, backslash costuming. Uh, it should pull up, um, and inside of that will be the rules, the uh, sign-up for it. Um, it is uh, an application-style sign-up that will uh, go directly to us. Um, so, And then make sure you read over the rules. Uh, some of those rules have changed in the last few years, uh, again, to make it more efficient. Uh, one of the bigger changes this year is that all contestants compete individually, and um, uh, you can walk on stage as a group, but you will be judged individually. Um, so that's that's a little different than probably what they're or what people have done in the past. Um, again, we also set up the pre judging section, so you have to pre enroll. You cannot show up the day of and expect to be put in a costume contest. Um,
1: the only exception to that is the children's contest. If you miss the online uh, registration, which you know, still aim for that because it does have a maximum of 35 contestants in it. Uh, but if you miss that online registration deadline of June 10th, you can still sign up for the children's contest on either Friday or Saturday at the costuming booth.
0: Good, good. Nightmage, where can people find more from you on, on what your costumes are, that kind of thing? What, what kind of stuff you do?
3: Um, yeah, I'm on all the socials. Um am on uh, Facebook at Nightmage. i on Twitter at Nightmage. Um, Instagram, Nightmage100. I'm on the TikToks at Nightmage. So I'm pretty much everywhere. And I'll just put a preemptive I'm sorry for anything that you might experience coming to my pages.
0: <laughs> and Nightmage is with a K. So let people know that yes, Night K. is a uh, Sir Nightmage. Yes. yes. I, Emma, Ty, do you have places where people would like to see your 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 uh, costumes?
1: I do. Um, I'm trying to be more active, but I also have a very active work life. Um, <laughs> so you can find me on uh, Instagram and my kind of dead Facebook uh, at kumohime.costuming. That's kumo, K-U-M-O, Hime, dot and before anyone asks, no, it is not Spider. It is supposed to be Cloud Princess.
2: Okay. Ty, did you did you have a place? Oh yeah, everything's under BFG Cosplay for me. Um, bearded freaking guy. So uh, <laughs> I'm only setting the record straight across the world of of what that actually of what that acronym is. I appreciate uh, that. People have been wondering for years. Nothing <laughs> uh, <That's an> elusive. <laughs> hey, I've gotten everything. Um, so it is not big friendly giant i do not copyright infringe. <laughs> uh but yeah uh, you can find me there uh, a couple more things i think we were supposed to make sure that was known in this is there is a furry meetup friday at eight uh karaoke is both friday and saturday evenings in cosplay or out uh and then all age uh, homecoming dance friday 9 p.m to midnight um so plus tons of costuming workshops led by some of our wonderful guests like nat mage himself uh and uh other activities and interactive activities um ranging from educational to costuming all weekend long as well as heroic inner kids running the uh children's section so there will be children's entertainment with some make and take kind of stuff um so a lot of education pieces of that so just wanted to wrap that in there
0: yeah, definitely. They'll go over to soonercon.com and this whole schedule—it's just going to be jam-packed.
2: I'm definitely planning to keep Matt Mage busy that whole weekend.
0: Yes, please. I'm excited, guys! Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on to the show.
1: Yeah, thank you, you for happy. having us.
0: Thanks for having us. So that's our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Ty Randolph, Emma Lodgard, and Nightmage, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.